everybody for week nine of the NFL here on From the 50. TJ Weber, Nick Tolley behind the ones and twos, Nick Yale from Reno, snowy Reno, Zach Zook, Big Web back for week nine. Boys, how we doing? Halfway through the season, we now start the second half. How we feeling on this Sunday? Feeling a little sad that we're halfway through the season already. It's I insane, mean, right? It's insane. A, it's a bit of a bummer. It's getting dark at five o'clock now, but no, mm. we're excited. Um, you know, I have... I have gained a game on Nick. I am tied with the top picker now. Uh, so uh, I know it's ice cold out there in Reno. Nick's got to stay warm with the beanie, but uh, we're going to make it happen. Big Web, how we doing after the one in six week? Uh, <laughs> jelly beans have been simmering for another week, and they're ready to rock. That's okay. It's okay. Don't give up on Big Web over here, ladies and gentlemen. We, it's, we're halfway through. The sun is shining here, Nick. Not out there, but the sun is shining here. I see kids rolling in the leaves out here i see barbecue pits cooking people got stew in the pot jerry jones has got one of his servants bringing him alka-seltzer i mean it's a good fucking day <laughs> nick how we doing you got snow you said what is it a few inches of snow out there in reno yeah, right now yeah, yeah about four inches right now uh, a little chilly outside it's the first time we've seen clouds since we've been here pretty much uh first time we've had precipitation since we've we've been here it's been sunny in 70s and then this weekend it's it's flipped the winter, so we got the beanie on. You know, so it's it's cold cold weather. Uh, and if I have to ever do any punishments, well, we got some snow, so that's always fun. But yeah. uh, good things out here still top. Congrats to Zook for getting up to where I am. Uh, tough week last week with that literally the only game that we picked differently. Had to go had to go uh, flip my pick to Buffalo just so we weren't same across the board. But uh, Zook won that one. This sh- this week should be fun, though. I think we we're, we're finally opposite on some picks, which I like to see. Yeah, and we're we're getting close. Where Big Web had his worst week of the season, so we actually have me about two and a half games back with still a lot of time to go. Uh, a reminder too, we do pick through the playoffs, so it can get interesting all the way through Super Bowl Sunday. Imagine this: a tie between Nick and Zook. Going into Super Bowl Sunday, I think we would oh, almost wow. have to make them pick opposite just to make it interesting. You know, I don't know how we would do that. Or, or like you could, I don't know if we if we both won in the same team, you could see if like we were opposites on over under or something like that. I, I don't know. Yeah, or but, pick the yeah, total we, or something like that. Yeah, you yeah. have to you have to somehow find a way to uh, to break it because yeah. you can have no a tie. No, 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 no. There's no ties in this game. Well, there's, there's, there's no, no ties. ties. There's nothing no saying ties. there's not going to be a Weber in that mix. Also. No, no, yeah, absolutely. Thank absolutely. you very much. You need a couple seven and zero weeks, and we'll be right back in this thing. So we'll see how it works. Uh, once again, we are brought to you by some awesome sponsors: K. Roberts Remax Gold. We've talked to you about her week in and week out, and we will continue to do that. What have I done for you lately? The game is over. You have closed on your new house, and you are getting settled into your new home. Your new neighbor knocks on your door and says your fence is on his property. Who do you call? If you had the right team, your realtor will be there to assist you. Even after the sale, the right realtor keeps in contact with clients and is available to answer questions long after the closing. They can help you find answers to questions from property lines to paperwork needed for taxes, and even contact your warranty company for repairs if needed. With the K. Roberts team, you may begin as clients, but you will remain as friends, and that's a promise. And they will be there to assist you long after the game is over and you have settled into your new home. Call the K. Roberts team today, 314-409-4113, or online, stlhomes4u.com. That's stlhomes, the number 4, Y-O-U. 
Com. Also, Sarah Barron, Family Finance Mortgage, 314-537-1282. Helped us, trying to help us refinance our home. Also helping us uh, get into our home with the help of Kay Roberts. Sarah is the absolute best. Also works around the clock. 314-537-1282. Online, familyfinancemortgage.com. Aces Wild, the sponsor of our Pick'em coming up at the end of the show. We'll tell you more about them as uh, the show progresses. All right. Storylines this week. We start with Des Bryant, active today for the Baltimore Ravens. First game he'll be playing since New Year's Eve 2017. Tali giving me that stat before the show. What are your boys' thoughts on Des Bryant today? Does he do anything with Baltimore? Do you think he's going to be an impact player? Or is it just kind of, eh, we'll see what he can do? Yeah, I, I just don't think he's probably very talented anymore. I mean, he wasn't <laughs> talented in 2017. So uh, I three years away from football. He did like a little one-handed catch in practice that I saw was on was kind of floating around Twitter, and I was like, yeah, he kind of looks like he's hobbling around the field though. So I don't know. I've ne- I've never been a huge Des Bryant guy, especially when he started to age. He cannot separate. He could not. That was his whole issue and why he was out of the league. So I think he's probably just going to be a backup today. I'd imagine he might run a spot route or a couple slants for Lamar, but uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't anticipate. I wouldn't exactly go rushing into the waiver wire to pick him up in fantasy if that's what you mean. Big well, what do you I think, think? I tell you what, the uh, I'm happy for the guy. I mean, you know, it's kind of like Alex Smith. Any play on the football field, again, is a good thing for this guy. I mean, he's a uh, torn Achilles. I mean, it's really hard to rehab at this level and still be able to, to play and get back on the football team. So I'm happy for him. What what he'll do, you know, I think Lamar could use another weapon if, if he can, you know, he's a big guy. I mean, if he can get some some room over the middle or something and get a, get a few receptions and maybe he'll turn into something. I don't know. Nick, what do you think? I think this is more of a decoy more than anything. Uh, this adding Des Bryant is the, the the lesser of the two stories this week with Antonio Brown going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think Des Bryant is more going to be of a decoy for Hollywood Brown to to maybe get some space. They don't really have an impact number two wide receiver. They have they have the, their tight end there and Mark Andrews, um, and then Willie Sneed is is you know one of those like flex wide receivers that that has has made plays in the past and sometimes is there and makes plays during the season. So I think Des Bryant, more than anything, I don't know how many targets he'll get, but again, I think just more of a decoy to take off the pressure of Hollywood Brown. It'll be fun. I, You know, it'd be cool to see him back out there, honestly. And if he does come back, I mean, good for the Ravens. They really have nothing else to lose, um, you know, giving him a shot. And if he performs, he does. If he doesn't, then people just said, all right, you get his last chance. He's probably done with football, and, and that's that. So we'll see how that all plays out with Des Bryant in Baltimore. Um all right, let's go to Seattle. Pete Carroll reportedly, uh, reportedly, that's how you say the word, signs a reportedly, ex- reportedly uh, signs an extension through 2025 with Seattle. Um, what are your thoughts on the extension? And uh, like Tali was talking about before the show, this may be kind of the contract that gets him all the way to retirement. What do you guys think? Yeah, my question was going to be, what's he get? What is his age going to be in 2025? I believe it was 74. Okay, yeah, that's not too. That's not too crazy. Uh, still younger than the White Sox when they hired Tony La Russa. <laughs> so uh, okay, nothing, dude, <laughs> nothing. So uh, no, I, I think I think Pete's uh, one of the one of the greatest coaches, uh, at least of my generation so far. One of the rare guys that's been able to uh, build just absolute dynasties in both. Uh, the college game and the NFL. Um, 
you know, had that great dynasty at USC, albeit a little illegally. But, uh, you know, Matt Leiner, Reggie Bush, and you can go on with all the NFL guys that he got in there. And then he goes to Seattle, which had really kind of been a joke for most of the franchise's existence. I mean, their biggest claim to fame as a franchise was uh, Lynn Swan. Right? Or am I thinking of the wrong, wrong Sergeant, name? Uh, Sergeant. Yeah, no. or Largent. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Steve Largent. Yeah, Lynn Swan does not, did not play for them. They had uh, Sean Alexander, too. Yeah, Sean yeah. Alexander and uh, Matt Hasselbeck. Mm-hmm. You know? So, uh, no, yeah, he, he, and he legitimized that franchise and has totally taken them to a new level. He and John Schneider, and they've... You know, had a lot of success together, and he'll be able to coach there until he's ready to hang it up. He is uh, Pete Carroll, man. You got you got to love watching Pete Carroll. I wish they they played in prime time every week. Still has that great timing when he left US, USC at the exact right time when they got oh, yeah. hit with all those sanctions. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah got to love it. No, I I think he's a great coach, and he's really got him ticking right now. They they got to learn how to play a little defense, but other than that, he's he deserves a contract. Sure, Jamal yeah. Adams is back today, so that should help out their defense. Carlos Dunlap should be starting right after the trade today. His first game with Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I think I think Pete Carroll. This makes total sense. He's he still looks like one of the youngest coaches out there. If you're watching him dance around the sideline and stuff like that, so so the energy's still there, the passion's still there, and he's got a good football team. Uh, the offense is is clicking. Probably one of, if not the best, in the NFL right now. Got to clean some things up on defense, but they got some of those key players, like you mentioned, in Dunlap in the trade. Then Adams back from injury. If they can put two and two together. Uh, they can they can win a Super Bowl. Uh, maybe not this year. If if not this year, they can definitely do it at some point in uh, Carroll's tenure with this contract extension. I tell you what, Stad, I'd love to see is how many packs of gum that guy's gone through in a career. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, every time the camera's on him, he's just chomping away. I would love to see that if someone actually had that stat. How many or how many packs of gum he goes through per game? At least two. Right? How many do you think that? How many pieces in his mouth do you think he has at once? Because he would just Ooh. eviscerate a single piece of gum. Yeah, at he's got to have at least two or three. Four. three double bubbles or something. Do you think that like his... Uh... 12,964 <laughs> packs, oh, packs of gum. Yeah. Uh, do Good you think Lord. that his dental health is like just pristine? Because if he goes sugar-free gum, then he is just <laughs> constantly cleaning his mouth. His jawline's got to be, I mean, it's, yeah, it's going to get arthritis. It's, it's impeccable. Wear out. Yeah. yeah, really strong jaw muscles on, on Pete. <laughs> your, your thoughts on Pete Carroll's mouth, 314-877-8597. Um, <laughs> one more player that will be returning to action today, Antonio Brown, will be uh, suiting up for Tampa Bay his first game. Um, you know, I Honestly, I didn't think he'd be back. I honestly did not think he'd be back, but here he is with Tom Brady in Tampa. What kind of impact does he make, you think? I'm still laughing at that, Pete. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I think this uh, is is going to be a significant impact. Tom definitely wanted AB there. I don't think that Arians did. I mean, he had that comment in the offseason. I think that was the more authentic comment <laughs> about how Arians actually feels about AB. Again, we'll we'll see how it goes. I I wouldn't do it if I was the GM or the coach. And but I know that you know. They wouldn't be in the position that they're in right now if Tom hadn't signed there. So you got to give him a little bit of freedom and leeway when it comes to to that stuff. And uh, that's one of the reasons Tom left and went to Tampa Bay. I think he wanted to say in some of that stuff. So uh, I think it falls honestly on Tom to make this work. And if it doesn't, not only is I think it's Antonio Brown's last last stop on the tour, I think that Tom will probably lose a lot of credibility with the coaching staff and in terms of, you know, 
guys that he vouches for. I heard that he's actually staying with Tom Brady. That is correct. Yeah. Wow. So uh, I guess he stayed with him when he was in New England as well. That's like the old uh, Dallas Cowboys Jerry Jones thing. Like they'll yeah. they'll send send people to like follow them or follow like guys that they thought were liabilities around when they're not at the facility. So I, I think maybe Tom trying to take him under his wing, yeah. keep him out of trouble keep his head on straight and, uh, you know, make him an effective piece of the offense. I think that obviously, unlike Dez, he is, I think, well, up until he left the league, was hands down the the best receiver in the NFL. I mean, you can go look at the numbers. Like, he's unreal. So, I don't know. We're not going to see that production ever again because he's just not going to get the usage. But I think he could, he's already the best receiver on the Bucks. And, you know, Tom and Mike Evans just haven't been clicking. Godwin's been in and out of the lineup, and uh, he's starting to get a little bit more familiar with Gronk. So, I really think that, honestly, Evans and Godwin could kind of fade into uh, the background, and it could become the AB and Gronk show. I tell you what, Antonio Brown is. You talked about separation earlier today, and that's what that guy can give to him right there. I mean, it's uh, traditionally he's been able to separate and get out there. It's always been off-the-field stuff. One assistant coach from Tampa said this week he, he can't believe how explosive he is. So it's it's huge. It's much needed for Tampa. You know, uh, <clears throat> and you're right, Zook, it's, it's high-profile with, with Brady being on the team, and it's, everybody's watching this and looking at this. So I think it's going to be – Right, his last stop if he doesn't make this work. But I like the move. I think it's great. And, uh, you know, him living with Brady, hell, in, in baseball, it, Cardinals did that. Ozzie Smith and Willie McGee, you know, Willie McGee was not a bad apple, but he's bringing him up to help him through mm-hmm. and get, and get there. And, uh, you know, Brady's got him going on something. For a couple months he's been in some uh, – I don't know if it's a psychiatrist or some kind of help like yeah. that, you know, and, and he's working with somebody down there because I heard a report. I don't know specifically what it was, but no, he's I, I, he could turn it around right here off the field, which would be super. Nick, what do you think his fantasy impact is? It's it, it's an interesting situation here because this is a spot where Tampa Bay has to make this move if they want to be a true Super Bowl contender sitting at plus 650 right now, uh, according to Sinister. That's where their odds are going off the third uh, ahead of the ahead of the Seahawks. And as, as far as fantasy goes, uh, it, it's a boomer bust situation, just like it is going to be on the field. This is a, a high profile game tonight on Sunday Night Football uh, against the Saints. That's going to really determine the course of the Buccaneers' season right here because they, they've had some chances where they've lost against the Bears and they almost blew it against the New York Giants on Monday Night Football. Uh, and so they need to make this move. And fantasy wise, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin have produced here and there throughout the season, but the banged up injuries have really caused uh, Tampa Bay to have to go out and make this move. Tyler Johnson and Scotty Miller, the backup wide receivers, have had flash games here and there where they score a touchdown, but they haven't been consistent impact players. And for the be a Super Bowl contender, you need a consistent impact player like Antonio Brown. I'm not sold on him yet. I would not. I would maybe stash him on your fantasy bench. Uh, I'm not saying start him yet, uh, depending on what the situation is there long-term with Chris Godwin. You might be able to start him this week because I think Godwin is out uh, with that finger uh, after he had surgery. But Mike Evans, you know, Antonio Brown, we're going to have to see where the ball goes to. It definitely adds another impact player to the field and is going to spread out that that New Orleans D- DB, that New Orleans secondary. And interested to see who Marshawn Lattimore goes on. I'm sure they'll put him on whoever's getting targeted the most throughout the game. And, and I would say it's probably going to be Antonio Brown that they put him on to start that game early. Uh, just because we don't know what Antonio Brown's gonna gonna uh, gonna produce, he has been practicing, he has been staying in shape throughout these uh, this whole situation, and uh, the legal battle off the field is still a question. That one that's still up in the air there too. So I would say stash him on your bench, maybe play him this week, 
Long term, though, I'm not sure how it's going to play out. I'm not completely sold on it yet. We'll get some more fantasy talk here in a second. Let's go ahead and uh, read some of these comments. Uh, Gigi says, hi, guys. Love your show. Appreciate that. Greg Zook says, survivor pool question. So he's got two games we got to decide between. Tennessee over Chicago or Kansas City to win a Carolina? Which one would you say for a survivor pool pick? Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas I'd say City, so Kansas too. City, it's no Kansas spread, City. right? It's just a win? No, yeah, you just got to you just got to win. Oh yeah, KC Chicago, all day long KC here. Yeah. If if you're willing to get rid of them. I mean again, cuz if if it's most survivor pools, you can only yeah. pick them once. Kansas City's a lock most weeks, so if you think I I like the Titans Wait, what's today. The, what's the other choice? Titans, Titans over Bears. Bears. I know a lot of and you don't have, you just have to win the game. So yeah. that does make a difference. Uh, I don't, I just, yeah. That's a tough. That's a tough. Feel, one. You, you got to go Chicago's, Kansas City if yeah. you want to keep moving. I, I, I don't. If you want to get to, if you get to week ten, I mean Kansas City should I, get you I there. Think, but I think when you get to the, like this point in those pools, like I think the strategy is to save them through like the first five six weeks. But once you get to this point, it's just <laughs> survive each yeah. week. You know, yeah, like uh, that's. I, you get, if, if you keep if you keep saving them, you're gonna you're gonna fucking get you're out, get and caught. you're right. never gonna get to use them. You're gonna get caught in a bad situation there. And this is a Chicago team today that has uh, a stout defense and stout run game. That's that's Tennessee's mo right there is is run the ball with Derrick Henry, and Chicago can stop that run and and shut down Tennessee through the air. That's it's game over right there. So uh, I would definitely go Kansas City. You can't take any chances at this point. If you get this deep, I was out fucking week one. <laughs> Bolts <laughs> uh, over the Jaguars, so that was just fifty dollars right down the drain. Anyway, <laughs> so you can't you can't be getting getting cheeky with it at this point in the season. Wedwick says TJ or Lions are in for a rude awakening today. Vikes minus ten. Oh, you guys should put some side butter on that. So I mean, you're gonna give me plus ten? I'll do that all day. It, I think it's three and a half right now. Stafford is playing. That was the original thing. Was I think maybe it, it did move when Stafford was out with the COVID stuff. Um, but he's tested negative multiple times, so he should be in today. And it's minus three and a half is what last I saw. I mean, I, I'll put a milkshake bet on it. Like, what do you want to do? I mean, let's talk. I mean, <laughs> it, are, are you giving me 10? I mean, you're kind of putting your nuts on the table saying minus 10. I, so, I, think, I think minus 10 means minus 10. Yeah, I mean, you can't go back on it, right? I mean, what, Wait, we got, Wed, you know, Wedwick said 10, said minus 10. I see. He goes, TJ, your Lions are in for a rude awakening today. Vikes minus 10. Yeah, he thinks they're oh, going to wow. win by 10. Correct. You want to take it, milkshake, I'll take that plus chocolate 10 or vanilla. Day, whatever you want. Let's go 20 milkshakes <laughs> if you like. Plus 10, I'll take that all day. Let me know what you want to do. Uh, Wedwick also asks a fantasy question. McCaffrey or Kamara and Michael Thomas or Kelsey? Kamara and Kamara uh, and I don't know. I like McCaffrey. They're going to be feeding him all day. Uh, well, I, I would like go. I would they're go not going to. They're not going to use uh, McCaffrey. I heard uh, as much today. Really? Um, they said that they're going to limit the the consecutive touches because of his ankle. I, I forget. I don't know if that was a Shefty tweet or what. But uh, yeah, I'd go with Kamara, and then uh, I would probably take Michael Thomas, assuming the guy yeah, is healthy and freaking is, plays. They're, this is New This is New Orleans all day, baby. Kamara, Kamara. I mean, I can't. I can't not say Kamara sitting here wearing his jersey. <laughs> and uh, I think this is a big, big, big spot for Michael Thomas to go out on the field and say "fuck you" to Sean Payton and and put up the put up the work. No, no better time than Sunday Tampa night defense, If he if yeah. he only had a quarterback with an arm, that yeah. would be correct. We there, literally talked no, about this in the no, midweek show. I mean, I mean, we've seen we've seen in the past the, the, what Michael Thomas can do, and and why Michael Thomas is the number one wide receiver, and he has had the off the field issues at practice and all the bullshit that's going on um, that I don't think is necessarily injury related. 
it's more of a more of with Sean Payton, and certainly that goes back to the play calling there. And there, there are there are concerns with that stout Tampa Bay D line getting after Breeze. And but I mean, this is a this is a, a put up or shut up game for both these teams tonight on Sunday Night Football. There is a, supposed to be a twenty mile an hour wind in Tampa Bay, so look Ooh. for Breeze to check it Ooh. down quite a bit. Ooh, interesting. So that's gonna be a running game for sure, maybe. So I, the the Breeze is gonna get the Breeze. Ah, <laughs> Breeze, yes. the Breeze. Breeze will get the Breeze. All right. Um, okay, yeah, Webbick says he's in. He goes, we can put some side butter on it, just money line? No. <laughs> he literally said 10. <laughs> and, then he, and then he said, I did I'll say minus 10, though, so I'll stick with it. All right, I'll take Lions plus 10 for a milkshake right now. <laughs> Virtual <butter>. handshake. <laughs> Let's do it. You I can't just that, say that's minus hilarious. 10. Oh, that, that is, oh, that, money line, right? No, he just said 10. That, that whole transaction is hilarious right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever, what dude. Is... Uh, all right, some fantasy talk. So a couple uh, big people are out today. Chris Carson out in Seattle once again. Carlos Hyde also out, so that means DJ Dallas with a big opportunity to score. Uh, had a good game last week. Honestly, filled in really well and, and didn't really miss a beat. I think Russ found him pretty well. I'd, I'd say he's a good pickup, especially on DFS. I believe he's in the 5,000s right now on DraftKings. Um, so it could be a guy that could be huge for your lineup today. Again, DraftKings always – they don't really adjust that quickly on DFS. So if somebody's hurt, they usually have that guy stay at that number. So you got to pay attention to that injury. That could give you another big-time wide receiver on your team. Look for DJ Dallas on DFS. And I believe, because he's on my team, I'm checking periodically, uh, but Zeke Elliott, I believe, is also out. Um, again, that offensive line sucks. He's been sucking. Try Tony Pollard if you like. They're going to give him the ball a lot. They have nothing else. They're starting Garrett Gilbert today. Uh, it's not Ben DiNucci, but it's Garrett Gilbert. So they're still going to run the, the football. Hey, I he's 6'3", 240, man. You, know, you think that makes a difference? Well, at least he's not. When he's running for his he's life. He's not that other pipsqueak from He's at least been ben in DiNucci. the league for a he's while. Not, he's not the DiNucci. He's got a quarterback sneak in him somewhere along the line. Okay. Nooch. We'll see. I don't know. I Tony Pollard, maybe. I maybe. like Tony Pollard. I, hot take. Eh, I actually don't know if I even <laughs> believe this. I think I think he's about as good as Zeke. <laughs> yeah. How do you go from hot take to you know what? I don't really like this. <laughs> I because th I, I thought it was a little too outrageous. Like I don't think he's necessarily better than Zeke. That's what I was gonna say. But I think he's about the same level of talent as Zeke. He, like, he's a really good back out of uh, Memphis, and obviously he was uh, drafted behind Zeke and never really was. He's drafted to be the backup, so he's never really had a chance to uh, play all that much. But, I mean, Zeke freaking sucks the, this year. I mean, he's not good. You get so, a hot take? This is a, hot, a spicy one. I got, yeah, I got a few. So there's a, a spicy few. one. There's a spicy one. Tony Pollard, really good back. Yeah, right, I think uh, a few a few today. TJ on your Detroit Lions, Marvin Jones Jr. must start today against that, uh, yep. against Minnesota with Kenny Galladay being uh, being sidelined. He had a, Marvin Jones Jr. has been a he hasn't really been a, a favorite target of Stafford this year, um, but he did have a big week last week, and so I think he can potentially build on that. Also, David Johnson uh, hasn't really been the David Johnson of old that we've we've seen in, in past years, but going against a Jaguars defense today that. Is uh, does not do very well against the run, and he's building on a on a good week. So I would expect him to to have a good week, and also a Chase Claypool. Anytime you get a chance for uh, an electric Pittsburgh Steelers offense to go against the shittiest defense in all of football, you start him. You saw what Chase Claypool did weeks ago with his four touchdowns. Look for that guy to be the target today in Pittsburgh. Ed, Tolly, anybody? I'll tell you right now, Dalvin Cook today. 
he's going to be he's going to run for 100 and a half and he's going to have 200 all purpose yards today. He cuz Detroit is is like 4.6 yards per carry against the run. I mean they're, they're just Devin soft Cook. soft against the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, got Dalvin. Raiders. Dalvin Cook. What the hell? What, Mr. Cook, he's going to have a big day. <laughs> Mr. Cook. Tally got any plays? Yeah, so here's a big one for your season-long ones if you need a defense. The Washington football team's defense is sixth in the NFL in sacks, tied for eighth in interceptions, first in passing yards against. They go against Daniel Jones this week, who's already taken 20 sacks, thrown seven picks, and in the next couple weeks they play the Lions, Bengals, and Cowboys. Wow. Wow, I like that a lot. I do like that a lot. They they have a sneaky, not good defense, but they're like subpar now. Like it's, I never would have guessed their defense has been that good this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chase Young's been a good pickup so they're far. Good. You can Chase Young has changed the impact of that defense. That defense, again, once they beat up on Dallas the way they did, I was like, okay, this defense is this defense is for real. Their offense isn't great at times with all the, the carousel at quarterbacks there and, and lack of offensive uh talent explosive offensive talent but defense man look out uh your fancy questions are welcome here on the facebook line you can always text us as well 314-877-8597 okay let's get to the pick standings from last week we'll wait on the panel let's go to the audience what everybody did on the from the 50 panel my wife laura weber still leading the way with 70 wins so far wow, uh, wow. these all include by the way the thursday night game against uh, with Green Bay in San Francisco. Hessler is in second place with 69. Uh, Amanda is in third with 68. Not a good number, but a nice number. It's a real nice <laughs> number, actually. Real nice. Uh, Jeff is in fourth with 67. Lulu is in fifth with 66. Gigi and Nick tied at, at six at 65. Sherping and Zook at 64. And let's do some scrolling. Uh, Joe Tolley at 63. And then there's me at 60 and Tali at 60. So, yeah. So it's it's getting interesting. <laughs> it's getting interesting. But uh, we got a lot of football left to go. Remember who won this thing last year? Again, Tali won the uh, pick because I couldn't win. So just remember who finished first place last season out of everybody. But Laura is kicking ass. 70 so far. I mean, honestly, I want her to come down here and start picking for me the way my picks have been going all season because she's, she's killing it. She's absolutely killing it. So... We'll, uh, we'll continue to monitor that. If you want to get involved, you can always send us your picks. Uh, we've had Hayden, who called in the first few weeks. You can call in. You know, you can you can sit there. You're going to get roasted if you suck. It's just the way it works. We might even send you a jelly bean if you do bad enough. Mail it, <laughs> Mail it to him. I like that. I mean, yeah. I think if you don't go 500 or over, if it's it, you got to eat a jelly bean. We'll send it to you. We'll put them in the mail. Yeah, we'll send it in one little envelope, just one jelly bean. And that's it. We I, need to do I that. I like it. Let's get rid of them goddamn things. <laughs> Send them all over the country. <laughs> the uh, picks we've been doing on the Instagram story, someone goes 0-7, we might have to send them. Might have to do it. Might have to. Yeah, we're giving might away a free have. Bruise on the Balcony t-shirt today. Uh, we might, we'll might. we repost the, the picks. I know we kind of are on a time crunch now. Um, but if you go to our Instagram story, you can go up, screenshot it, and then circle the picks and send it to uh, Bruise on the Balcony or from the 50. Or you can put it in your story and tag us, and we can share it. Uh, again, it's free to do. The winner last week got a Cafe Telegraph gift card. This week, Bruise on the Balcony t-shirt. Faux free. Nice. Faux free. Nice. Yeah, so there you go. All right, let's get to the standings on the panel. So I was one stupid-ass Philly fumble recovery <laughs> bullshit away from getting the crown this mm-hmm. week uh, and tying Zook at 4-3. and three. I do not. I, I go 3-4. and four. That's my number. That's my number this year, 3-4. and four. Zook wins it. 
at five and two. He is crowned the king. We'll give him his little speech in a minute. Uh, Big Web, one and six. One and six. One and six. I can't give him too much shit because I've also had a one and six week. I was hoping for that 0 and seven. We were close. We were a Philly fumble recovery away as well from an 0 and seven week from Big Web. But they, they made it happen. I, I tell you what, Big Web faithful, we, we have hit rock bottom. We're on our way back up. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. we got a big pick coming up for you later. It's only show. up from here. Big Web That's faithful. Right. We Big also Web. need I, to point I think out. he has the biggest uh, faithful of the show, by the way. Exactly. The Big Web faithful. He does, yeah. He's got the most fans, I think. The yeah. I think he's faithful. the most popular. And I went four and three. TJ didn't mention I was I literally going to say that next, but <laughs> you're impatient. It's fine. <laughs> Nick goes four and three. Sure, so now it gets interesting. Nick and Zook are now tied at the top at 36 and 20. 36 and 20. That's a pretty good stick, boys. Really good, good start, boys. Big Webb now under 500. He's at 26, 29, and 1. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there, just ready to pounce, just sitting there in the weeds, 24 and 32. I, I don't need to beat Nick and Zook. I need to beat Dad. I don't care. I want to win the season. I don't want to be last. 100% don't want to be last place. You so, can't skip over Cooper, who now has a five-game lead on you. Who does? Cooper. Oh, yeah, Coop. Yeah, I forgot about that. 29-27 and 27 for Coop so far. Doggone. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's been killing it. Nice job, Coop. Nick and Zook are 6-2 and two on locks this season. Woo! I'm 4-4. Four and four. Big Web is 1-6-1. and one. <laughs> It all turns around today, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, we got a big pick coming wow. up for you later in the show. Also, uh, clap it up for Zook, who got his first Thursday night victory. Yes, thank you. On Thursday, broke the streak. Was 0 and nice 7 job. going into Thursday night and had Green Bay, so the streak is over on Thursdays. Yes, yes. It's all I, up and the, up. the anti also, pick was uh, going to be in effect next week, so that's that's a good thing. I missed I missed the uh, midweek show, but I was also on the Green Bay train. It's it's logged in the in the in the feed. Green yeah, Bay I, needs to play every Thursday night, right, Zuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, the way they played uh, as compared to Sunday, I, I'm still worried about them. Like, did you see? Uh, was it Richie James, uh, who is basically the only active wide receiver for uh, yeah. San open, Francisco? Open, wide open. And he, wide w- open. he went off, too. Yeah. They were running plays on air. Yeah. Like it was... They put up 17 points and had zero offensive players. No. Zero. When they, when they face off against Tampa Bay in the playoffs, that's, uh, that's going to be a rude awakening there for, for Aaron Rodgers. We need... I think their only hope is for games to be in Lambeau. It's their only hope. 100%. Yep. Their only hope. Yep. And they need offenses to beat themselves because they their defense, I, I don't know how much we want to talk about it. They're fucking awful. They're so bad. <laughs> I think that, th- at least in the Vikings game, they should have all donated their paychecks to uh, a charity yeah. of the Vikings choosing because they got absolutely destroyed. And even on Thursday, they sucked. The defense was terrible. <laughs> they, they give up 17 points to Nick Mullins, Richie James, Jamichael Hasty, and Jarek McKinnon, who is suffering tired legs after playing like 50 snaps in two years of rest because – well, not rest, but so like they won. rehab. They won. <laughs> they won the football game. They have no chance to do anything in the postseason <laughs> – Unless their defense gets significantly better. Their defense is terrible. Zook is the funniest guy on Twitter when the Packers are even winning the game. But he's like, this team sucks. I hate the defense. This is fucked up. The offense is good. The offense is good. The offense is fine. The offense is fine. Their defense is terrible. It's awful. And they better quit giving up the 17th points with two seconds left in the damn football <laughs> yeah, game. O- overbetters were excited about uh, that. Underbetters weren't. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. It was hilarious Nick to Mullen see. Nick Mullen screws it up. What oh. an asshole. It was, it was hilarious to see on the Bucket Sports that. app. That, there were literally does. back-to-back posts on Bucket, like five in a row of like, 
an overbetter, an underbetter, an overbetter, an underbetter, an overbetter, underbetter. The underbetter's like, are you fucking kidding me, Cal Shanahan? Absolutely insane. And, everybody, and the overbetters are like, let's fucking go. He's calling, he's calling timeouts down by a million. I'm like, oh, you're a dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm standing in the living room screaming, are you kidding me? The neighbor's are like, what? <laughs> uh, all right, so it is time uh, for the jelly beans. So, Big Web... Now, we're getting scarce here on the jelly beans, which means there's a lot of bad ones left. Because right now, I'm four of six, picking four good ones out of six. Uh, I forgot to get you a bag earlier, actually. Give me that jelly beans. Okay. Well, Big Web's going to pick out three <laughs> blindly, uh, and we're going to figure out what he's going to eat here. He's doing them all Those rapid right fire. I'm tired of fucking around with these goddamn oh, jelly beans. Oh, I see a barf in there. Oh! oh! <laughs> <laughs> what happened? He put them all in his mouth. He's got a bar for dog food. What else? He oh, are they all bad? <laughs> a couple of them are bad. <laughs> Let's go. Let's put fucking around these jelly beans. <laughs> What's the next topic on this fucking show? <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> what? What? Play? Yeah, he's crying. <laughs> it smells so bad. But tastes so bad. Let's go. What else we gotta talk about? Fucking it's just a fucking jelly bean. What Can a you pick ass. out any flavors he, in there? How, oh my god, it smells oh horrendous. Oh god. I, <laughs> just drink some water, would you? Oh, that was funny. Ah, fuck me. Go ahead. How that long? Smells, how long? I'm did, gonna pee. You, you had to mentally prepare for that, right? Like, oh. how, how have you been getting ready since last night for that? I had heard people say that that part of the show drags on a little bit. Not today. Next subject. Who said that? <laughs> Some people. Really well done. That was that awesome. Was, that was well done. Okay. All right. Really no, well no, done. No, no, I mean, you know, I've heard. Jesus what, Christ, it does smell. Oh, this is not for me. Sorry. Okay, so we got it out of the way, so some people don't like how long it is. All right, well, that was electric. That so was fine. an epic uh, big web moment. Epic. And then he man. gets an 800 call. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amanda says, you go. I love it. You're awesome. That was that was something there. Holy shit. Woo! I did not see that coming. Popping them in. What, what, explain the flavors real quick to the audience. The, black one, the black one had to be dog that shit. That was a stink bug. I think you had a, a barf else, one. I saw a barf one in there. I, I, got, I got lucky because it was a tutti frutti in there smells, for the third one. It smells so bad. My breath smells bad right now. Yeah. yeah. All right. I can imagine. Uh, Tony, 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 that was great. Uh, let's see. So there you go. So, I mean, that that was something. We might have to see that again in future weeks. Honestly, just He's all three do at the once. Slow mo replay. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a clip coming up later today for sure. Uh, Wedwick says in college, Zook would be yelling at the TV how the Packers are going to lose after a three and out up twenty one points. Yep. Is that true. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what? What I. This is what what started this whole thing with me was the Packers NFC Championship game back in like 2014 with the Seahawks. Do you remember when they were up? I mean, they had a ticket punched to the Super Bowl. They were kicking their ass. Russell Wilson threw five picks, and Mike McCarthy literally didn't. He basically kneeled down for three downs and punted every dime in the second half, mm. and they came back and lost. And ever since then, I've just always, I always think they're gonna fucking blow it. <laughs> I always do. Yeah, even up twenty one points. Even up twenty one. Good points. thing you're not a Falcons fan. Yeah, it is a good thing I'm not a Falcons <laughs> fan. <laughs> All right, boys, let's get to some games this week. So we have our normal four main picks. We also have our dog of the week, our toilet bowl game of the week, and our ace of the week presented by Aces Wild. 
in Columbia, Illinois. Ace is wild. Alex Schlemmer in uh, Las Vegas today, actually. So he might uh, be listening to the show, hopefully, and and putting some some big time stuff down uh, on some of these picks. So Ace is wild doing a giveaway now until November thirtieth. Every time you come in, you get a free entry into winning a 36-inch Blackstone griddle or Camp Chef pellet grill with over 800 square inches of grill space. Tuesdays are your chance to win up to five extra entries by playing everyone's favorite game, Planko. Drawing is at 7 p.m. Friday, December 4th. Must be present to win. Must be at least 21 years of age to enter. Aces Wild, located at 208 North Main Street, Columbia, Illinois. In the back of the building, you can tell them that Brews on the Balcony and From the 50 sent you over. Aces Wild, proud sponsor of the picks here on From the 50. All right, gentlemen, let's get into it. Uh, I lost my place. Let's go ahead. Tali, I'm going to have you go ahead and do the first matchup. Ravens versus Colts. Ravens and Colts. Let's check. This is we games. yeah. This is the this is a big one, line here. One. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm, I'm hitting refresh. I'm hitting refresh. I'm hitting one. refresh. Baltimore <laughs> plus one. Baltimore, Baltimore plus, plus one. one. Yes, that is official. Alrighty, Baltimore plus one. I'm going to take Baltimore plus one. I think that is a gift of a line. Unless there's some injuries that I don't know about. Um, I'm going to take Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Look, this team is really good. They're really talented. They can't, I don't think, hang with the big dogs of the NFL. And that was, remember we had that argument a couple weeks ago about Lamar Jackson and... You know, I, I didn't think he was a top 10 quarterback because I don't think he can, you know, beat the Steelers of the world, the Chiefs of the world. But against teams like this, he shines. And that team shines. They have a really talented defense. I think Phillip Rivers is actually going to have a really tough time. They got to go against uh, that pass rush that just added Yannick Ngakwe. And uh, that, that Ravens defense, again, I think has surprised some people. And uh, on the offensive side of the ball, I know that they're facing a very, very tough Colts defense. Probably the best front seven, at least the best linebacking core maybe in the league, uh, at least in the AFC. Maybe Tampa has a better linebacking core. But Bobby Okari, Darius Leonard and the, and the guys they have on the D-line there. Uh, really talented defense. I think a lot of people must think that they're going to slow the Baltimore Ravens rushing attack down substantially, but I just don't think the Colts have enough firepower to uh, down the Ravens, even though they are at home. Dan? Earlier in the week, Baltimore was giving up three and a hook. It was what I saw real early in the week, and uh, now we're getting a point. Hell yeah. Give me Baltimore here. I think this is going to be a smash-mouth football game. Nick? Yeah, good, two good defenses here on both sides of the ball, so you got to go with the better offense and Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Uh, Des Bryant adds some sort of uh, positive to that offense, whether he's actually uh, involved or if he's a decoy for Hollywood Brown. So I, even against a tough Colts defense, I like the better football team, the better quarterback with the Ravens. I'm honestly shocked that we're – this is such a clean sweep. This is, I mean, it's because of the line now. It's plus one. I'm going to take the Ravens, too. Um, you know, Indy's a good team. they got a really good defense, and it'll be interesting to see how Lamar can, uh, you know, perform today because he did struggle last week against the Steelers. Also great defense. And they just lost their left tackle, Stanley, for, for the rest of the season. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that affects it. Uh, I still like Baltimore here. I think them getting any points is insane, and I think it's an easy pick. So I'll take the Baltimore Ravens in this one. All right, moving on. We have the Seattle Seahawks at the Buffalo Bills. Last time I saw it, the I think it's three now. So the Seahawks, Seahawks. minus three on the road. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't love this uh, pick, but I'm going to go with the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough game on the road. You're going. You're flying from the West Coast in Seattle all the way to uh, upstate New York and Buffalo. 
Uh, so this is going to be a 10 a.m. body clock game for the Seahawks. But I'm just not really a believer in the Bills. Uh, I think that they're a good team. I think they're a playoff-level team. But I don't think they're much more than that. I don't think they're really a true Super Bowl contender. Uh, since Josh Allen has come back down to earth, I think their team is, you know, awfully mediocre, actually. So uh, I'm going to take the Seattle Seahawks in this game. I think that they're uh, more talented on offense and on defense because of the Buffalo Bills style. It's not like they're going to be explosive. They're going to run the football. So I think they're going to score points. But I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with... Uh, yeah, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and uh, Russell Wilson running back there doing uh, Mr. Unlimited stuff. Big Web. Buffalo, sunny in 64. You give don't like the- to see that if you're Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Give, give me the Hawks here. Absolutely. I, I, I'm glad to hear they've got some guys coming back on defense as well. Seahawks. Nick. It would be much more of a problem if it was 20 in a blizzard and it was all about the run game with uh, Devin Singletary and Zach Moss for Buffalo because no Chris Carson today for Seattle. Well, with good weather, means they can throw the ball a lot. Uh, I, I trust Russell Wilson, even though he's thrown some bad passes this year, to, to hit his two main targets there in Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Buffalo's good defense, but Josh Allen, the uh, the MVP talk is over. He has come back down to the earth, and I, I think you just go again with the better football team in this one. Yeah, I agree. I think the number is too low, and uh, Buffalo still has a lot to prove. They're still kind of pitter-pattering around a little bit. We thought they would be – you know, a smash mouth team that could honestly, maybe not a Super Bowl run, but make it deep in the playoffs. And honestly, they've kind of stepped back a little bit from that. So I'm interested to see how Josh Allen does against Seattle's defense, but I do think he's going to have to keep up with them and score a lot. So I don't think he'll be able to. I think three is a good number right there. I would have taken Seattle all the way up to minus six and a half. So I'll take the Seahawks uh, in this one as well. All right, let's go to Tennessee, Chicago Bears and the Tennessee Titans. I believe the Titans were minus five and a half last time I saw. Six. It's six now? Yeah. Tennessee minus six. Ugly number, but uh, I got to take the better football team. The Chicago Bears offensively just don't score enough points to uh, get me to take them in the cover. Now, their defense, you would think, is going to be a covering machine, but... You know, I just don't know. I I think that uh, they're going to give Derrick Henry some problems. I think similar to the uh, Baltimore Indy game, it's going to be a smash mouth old school football game like 21 to 14. But I I don't think there's going to be a ton of field goals in this game. And because of that, I don't think the minus six will come into play. I feel like the Bears will either probably, you know, win the game outright or like lose by seven or something like that. So uh, give me the Tennessee Titans here. I do think they're a better football team. And I think that their defense uh, is is good enough to slow down a Bears offense that is just totally anemic. Nick Foles has looked, I mean, just it, just as bad as Mitch Trubisky did in the first couple games of the season. And uh, I don't think they have many answers uh, on that side of the ball besides Allen Robinson. Dead. I'm going to go ahead and go with Chicago here. I think it's too many points. It's up to Henry. You know, that he's going to control the game or not control the game, but I think they got enough on defense to shut him down. Tennessee's passing offense kind of struggled last week, so uh, give me Chicago here. Nick? Tennessee hasn't covered against worse teams on a few occasions this year, looking at weeks one and two there with the Broncos and the Jaguars. Bears are a better football team than that. And the Tennessee Titans, an entire offense runs through one man, 22 Derrick Henry. You got Cleo Mack in that Bears D-line. I think they can contain Derrick Henry. Six is too many for me. I like the Bears in this one. 
All right, we're split. I'm going to take Tennessee, too. Um, big fan of them today. Again, they have not looked good the last two weeks, and I don't think Mike Vrabel is going to let them lose three. I understand there's still an interesting line at minus six. I don't think the Bears are good at all. I think their defense is solid, but their offense is garbage. What's going to happen is Tannehill is going to be able to score. They always talk about Derrick Henry, but Tannehill has been a really successful quarterback with Tennessee. Um, he, he bounces back today. They're going to get enough scoring, and it's just going to be too much. Foles won't be able to catch up with them. I just think that their offense is going to score enough, and Chicago won't be able to keep up with them. So I'll take Tennessee minus the six in this one. So first big pick. We'll split on that yeah. one. That'll be good. Okay, let's move on to New Orleans at Tampa Bay. Is that Sunday night football or Monday night football? Sunday. Sunday night football. Sunday. Sunday. Night football. Sunday. Bucks are minus three and a half. They were at five. It's down to three and a half. Yeah, I like that because I am going to be a Tampa Bay picker this weekend. Uh, you know, I kind of hope as a Packers fan that actually I'm wrong about this and and uh, Tampa Bay loses the game just for uh, seeding purposes and all that jazz. But uh, <laughs> I hope I, I'm wrong. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't I don't think that uh, the New Orleans Saints offense is going to be able to score many points even with Michael Thomas back. That Tampa Bay Bucks defense is for real. And we, I've seen Drew Brees, and we talked about it on the midweek show, struggle the past couple of weeks, and he hasn't had many weapons. But Michael Thomas has been kind of an underneath guy anyway. So, like, I don't think that the, they're going to be very successful offensively against the Bucks. Now, they're not going to get shut out. I mean, Kamara, Thomas, and Drew Brees ultimately. I mean, they're too talented to, like, get shut out. But I think that the Bucks are actually a better football team now at, the, at this point in time than New Orleans is. And we saw when New Orleans was basically healthy in week one, they, they got punched in the mouth in their own building. Now this game's in Tampa. It's in prime time. They're going to show up. Tampa Bay is going to activate Antonio Brown. Uh, in, in the Saints secondary is, is not a good matchup for all the weapons that the Bucks have. So I'm going to take uh, the Buccaneers here minus three and a half. Breeze couldn't throw the ball without the wind. Sounds like Breeze is going to get the breeze today like we talked about earlier. Antonio Brown should make the difference. I mean, I, I would pick Tampa without Antonio Brown in this football game. I'm just down on Breeze this year. He hasn't shown me that he can get the ball down the football field. Give me Tampa and TB12 right here. Nick? Yeah, this is an interesting spot because uh, the line is moving in Tampa Bay's favor as more of that money goes on to New Orleans. Week one, though, you, like you mentioned, Tampa Bay got punched in the mouth. Tampa Bay hasn't played an offense all season as good as, as what New Orleans is bringing. Emmanuel Sanders, back. Michael Thomas, back and pissed off. Alvin Kamara, best running back in the league, even with that win and Drew Brees. Drew Brees can figure it out. I'm not sold on these Tom Brady weapons. That's the whole reason they went out and got Antonio Brown. It's because they're not sold on those Tom Brady weapons, and they need one to help them win. If Antonio Brown shows up and shows out, I'll tip my cap. Give me New Orleans and the points in this one all day. That's a Nick Yale angle because he doesn't have a Tom Brady T-shirt. He only has a Kamara T-shirt. That's right. That's right. I, uh, 41 activated, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Kamara's on my fantasy team. I'm picking the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a jersey. We're picking the Saints. Uh, Thomas is still questionable. They do say he's going to play. Uh, ankle and hamstring issues. So we'll see how that plays out. I think he will start. Um, I I'm going to leave Nick on an island. I hate to do it, but I, I love Tampa here. I shouldn't use the L word, but I just did. Mm. I love Tampa today. Uh, or Tonight. Tonight? Tonight. Tonight. Like Tampa tonight uh, against New Orleans. Tonight, we, we are young. Nice. That's enough. I like wow. that. That was pretty cool. That was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Tampa minus three and a half. I like it. I think Antonio Brown's going to get some 
good opportunities with them today. Uh, I also think they're going to run the ball a lot. And the defense is going to get to Brees, as Dad said. It's going to be uh, – you don't know what Drew Brees you're going to get week by week, but lately he's been very inconsistent. As much so as on the midweek show, Zook even brought up the fact that are they a better team with a backup quarterback compared to Drew Brees. He's still Drew Brees. Can he still – Get it done. Can he still bounce back? Sure. Got Michael Thomas back. Got Emmanuel Sanders, as Nick said. But again, is the arm strength there? Is the defense going to get to him? I think they will. I'll take Tampa minus three and a half. So Nick on an island with the Saints. For the first time this year. Let's go. Is it really? Yep. Wow. Uh, Okay. Dogs of the week, boys. Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, Denver Broncos. Toilet bowl? Toilet bowl? Toilet bowl? Oh, sorry. Oh, toilet bowl. My bad. Toilet bowl. Uh, Giants and the uh, football team. Yeah, NFC East game of the week. Uh, I am three, taking the wait. Football team's minus three, right? Football team minus three. Yeah, I'm taking the Giants plus three in the NFC East game of the week, and the reason for that is because I just think that they're a better football team uh, than Washington. Um, I think they have a little bit more talent. I mean, there's reason it's a toilet bowl game. Both these teams fucking suck, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take the 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 football Giants to. Uh, so I honestly I think they'll win the game outright, but I, 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 I at least like them with the points. Dad, although the Giants last week put some pressure on Tampa a little bit, I, I still like the football team's defense. Maybe they'll win the team four to nothing or something. G- <laughs> g- give me Washington here, Nick. This is uh yeah again an, another rematch. So we've already seen these two teams uh, face. Um, I think the Giants are the better football team in this one. Even with that Washington defense and, and, and Chase Young, um, I like the Giants and the points here based on what they did uh, last week against Tampa Bay. And, and in history would say that after even even a close loss like that, that Giants are due for a bad game and Washington can come in here. But um, I like the Giants offense better than I do the Washington defense. And so I'm going to take the Giants here. Uh, I'm going to split. I'm taking Washington. I think their defense will get to Daniel Jones, and I think they'll score enough to cover the three. Not really much else to say. I'll take uh, the football team minus three points. So we're split. There's going to be some good games this week. We could be see a lot of movement uh, in the standings. All right, dogs of the week. Zook, what do you got? Yeah, uh, already kind of teased it. I'm taking the Denver Broncos. They have been a uh, covering machine the last couple of weeks, and uh, they're playing an Atlanta Falcons team that I think is just terrible. Um, I don't really understand the line with it. Well, I, I, I kind of get the line because Atlanta does have weapons. They're at home. But I, I think Denver is just actually a lot better than, than the Falcons are. I mean, their defense is not bad. The Broncos are not a joke. They have injuries everywhere. They're still just a game under 500. That's a hell of a lot different than being two and six and having your coach already fired. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think that Drew Locke, who has struggled lately, is going to have kind of a get-right game. Uh, Jerry Judy, I think, is is developing into a pretty nice player. You got Noah Fant, and uh, they've had a pretty solid run game. I mean, they won a football game at Gillette without scoring a touchdown. So I think that they can win in a variety of different ways. And if there's one thing that is for certain this year, the Atlanta Falcons, even if they get ahead, they're going to fuck it up and lose anyway. So uh, I get points with a team against the Atlanta Falcons. I got to take that. Dead. Boys, I'm a little under 500. I need to make a move here. I like that Baltimore spread. Give me Baltimore. I'm doubling up on Baltimore today. All right. All right. Double one down. One. They are a dog. Plus one. Nick, what do you got? 
I wish this game was in Denver, but it's in Atlanta, so that scares me a little bit there. Uh, Matty Ice is always better at home in the Dome than he is on the road. I uh, wish we could get some cold weather and some snow action going. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Zook, all, all Zook points were, were spot on. It's, it's why we're often on the same side of these, uh, these, these plays. Denver is a team that is building off of a comeback win. Granted, that was more of a Chargers blowing it than a, than a Denver winning it. But uh, Drew Locke starting to look like he's figured it out again he's had some bad interceptions so far this year um very you know kind of a Jekyll and Hyde performance for him so far this year but coming off that that late fourth quarter what he was able to do in the fourth quarter and get that chemistry working with some of those receivers you get Philip Lindsay back you have Noah Fant back I think it's a good spot for Denver because Atlanta could easily blow it but you know again this is a game where I'm betting with Atlanta in the game and it usually fucks me so you can uh put this one in the video for for later (laughs) uh this is interesting this is the first time I think two people have been on the same pick but everybody so we got two teams between four dogs I'm also taking Baltimore plus one so me and dad with Baltimore one time this year has it already and then yeah, Denver was looking Nick. That's double up on for you too. Double up on me, yeah, for Baltimore. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good. I think giving them any points is interesting. It's a lot on that. India Baltimore screwed game. me a ton in the past, so it scares me. But I I do think that they're the better team. I can't believe they're getting a point. So fuck. Maybe I should root for Indy now because we're all on on Baltimore, and you guys have. Right. <laughs> I'll just root for Indianapolis. Uh, all right. Uh, we also have the Ace of the Week presented by Aces Wild. Yeah, I'm gonna. I didn't have quite the guts to go triple down, but uh, I will uh, take Baltimore as my lock. I think that uh, that 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 spread is just too favorable. Baltimore basically just has to win the football game, and they're so you're locking them, but you're also not putting them as a dog. No, nah, no, I'm not gonna triple down. Okay, I, I like I like Denver too, so that's that has a lot to do with it. And I didn't know it's a safe play too. I it didn't is. know too if by the time we were picking the games, if they were even gonna be a dog. Right. <laughs> so. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't pick them. So, uh, but I'll take them as the lock. I, I think that they're uh, they're a really good football team. And uh, when you get you know good football teams against uh, mediocre ish football teams, I, I like. I just like them to come out with the win. It's basically a money line play. So uh, you, you just take Baltimore and uh, hope that they take care of business. Dead. I tell you what, boys. It, it, I, I, I love Baltimore. Are you triple down? I, I, I cannot triple down because them fucking jelly beans just don't taste that good. Thank God one of them. But if you win, sweetened. that's three. I no, mean, that's no, huge. I understand it. But when there's no fucking, you don't have to eat anything, <laughs> right? So I, I'm out on tripling up on Baltimore. Although I do like them, they're going to no get balls. they're going to get us to double. No but balls. I'll tell you where I got balls. I got balls right now on. on. <laughs> we are going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers today down in Dallas. Dallas is in big Ooh, trouble. 14. I'll tell you how like this went. 14? I'll tell you. Wow. 14 and a half. What is it? 14 uh, now. Let's you get 14. It's God 14 bless them. 14 is yeah. a beautiful number on that football game. I'll tell you what. Jerry Jones, because he always takes the coach and slides him aside and talks to the football team, he said, God damn it, boys, I got a lot of money on all these wide receivers out here. Somebody's got to get him to football. So he puts a 6'3", 240 guy in there. He thinks he's got something bullshit. Big Ben's going to run all over him. The defense is going to smash him. Give me Pittsburgh in a big, big win today. All right, Pittsburgh minus 14. Nick? I am going with the New York Jets. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm going with the Arizona Arizona Cardinals at home against the Miami Dolphins. The line is at minus six for Arizona right now. Just think it's a good spot for home game. Arizona's uh, been able to cover some spreads, some bigger spreads this year. And so, uh, what what 
Kyler can do on the field compared to what Tua can do on the field at this point in their career. Uh, Miami's not sold on Tua yet. Uh, that's why they said, uh, I think there were some reports out there that they were looking to see if Tua was going to be their guy or if they were going after a quarterback. So they're not completely sold on Tua yet. And I think uh, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Miami Dolphins, is a better team than a Tua Tagovailoa-led uh, Miami Dolphins. So I like the Cardinals here to get the job done. Also last week, Miami didn't beat the Rams. The Rams beat themselves. Trust me, yes, I watched the 100%. entire thing. 100%. Pick six, uh, punt return for a touchdown, a lot of special teams, a lot of defense. Tua did not look good. So I, I do like that pick. Big Web almost took Miami, though, as a dog. I know that was the original. I was, I was all over the board today, but uh, Baltimore is just too friendly. I like that. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to do my second double up of the show. Woo! Uh, I'm taking the Titans minus six. I, wow. I do think they get it done today. I, I don't think wow. Chicago's good. Um, I really like Tennessee minus six today. I think they're going to control the ground game with Henry. I think he will get to them. It's going to open up the play action pass for Tannehill. And again, I think they get up by 14 or 20 early. And then even if they, they kind of falter, I don't think the Bears offense is good enough to come back. So I'll take Tennessee as a double up minus six. So that'll do it. Double up. A lot of doubles. There's doubles. A lot of all doubles. Over the it's good. I'm it's the only fun. one picking seven different games. Woo. This is this is scary. It's gonna be a good this one. A lot of here movement we come, Nick. Up. Here we come, buddy. We got this, a... this is a this is boomer bust for you guys. Either you guys are gonna shit all shit the bed, or you're gonna you're all gonna win this week. That's, that's it's how it's a big go. week for me and Big Web here. I think one yeah. of us will have a great week. One of us will not. I I have a feeling it's gonna be like that. A five and two, and two and five those swing. One point games. Those those one point games are fucking just oh I, so I can close. Do it. So close. Uh, we got Big Web's best bet of the week to finish things off here. Boys, I tell you what. Right now, I'm tired of screwing around here. <laughs> the cookie jar. I'll tell you what. We have we've been stung the first half of this year. We got in here and we got stung. You can't get bit too many times. You guys look at my parlays over the first part of the year. It's one little fumble, one little bullshit, I've been, I've been... one little this, that, and the other thing. Fuck that shit. It's time to make things happen. Time for luck to go our way. Big webs. Stick with me. We're going to make you some money this year. Fuck we won, we won you $1,000 last year. Four figures. We, I think it was around 1100 we, we, we won four figures for you last year. We're still going to get you covered by the end of the year. We pissed a, a thousand away for so far first half of this year, but here we go. The cookie jar is bringing us back. Listen closely here. I got two real nice picks for you. Real nice. This real one, nice this one, this one I call the over 46 and a half. Very easy to follow, ladies and gentlemen. Denver Broncos, Atlanta Falcons over 46 and a half. Detroit Lions, Minnesota Vikings over 46 and a half. Seattle Seahawks, Buffalo Bills over 46 and a half. Hunter gets you 350. I like that a lot. It's a good pick. I like that a lot. Good pick. One more. One more. I bumped these up a little bit because I really like the overs. It's a four way parlay. Denver over 49. Detroit over 49. Pittsburgh minus nine and a half. Had to buy that down a little bit. Tampa. Get this, plus three. Wow, yeah. 100 pays, 626. Wow, There's my wow, two wow. plays. All right. 200 bucks today out of the cookie jar. I'll tell you right now, make it happen. Jump on them. It's second half. It's time to make it happen. You, should, you, have, you should have pasted like a, a piece of paper that just said 46 and a half on here. <laughs> well, I'm going to be screaming today. 46 and a half in the bar today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go. That'll be fun. All right, guys. Well, that's Big Web's best bet of the week. Good luck this week. For Tali, behind the ones and twos, for Nick and Reno, for Zook, for Big Web, I'm TJ. Good luck in week nine.